2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Love Island USA wrap up. We're back talking about episodes two and three of Love Island USA season three. I am, as always. Your host Kirsten McInnes, joined by my wonderful co-host. He's so rad, Brian Scally's here. Scally, how are you?
1: Ooh, you're so random using words like that. I'm good. I'm like
2: so weird.
1: Just you know, it's so fun sometimes. Uh, less random than the horizontal howdy do, but you know, we all have our quirks. So.
2: I'm just like different and weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, Olivia. Sure.
2: <laughs> hey, we I feel like we made it three episodes before an otherwise completely normal person said, I'm just like so weird.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh I feel like probably one of the more average people in the villa so far, like maybe nothing, the most
2: uh, average.
1: <laughs> too nothing too wild otherwise has come out with uh her on screen. So kind of surprising that you know considers herself an oddball, but uh, given the behavior that was an example, I guess uh, says a lot.
2: We've been through this. I think every single season, because this <laughs> happens every time. Everybody thinks they're weird because we're humans and our brains are wired to make us think that we're different.
1: No, I'm normal. Everyone else is weird.
2: Oh, shut up, Scally!
0: <laughs> God
2: damn it. You're so- Um, okay so episode two we jump in kind of after the new the newbies have have joined and Shannon just like keeps bringing up how Josh is not her usual type and his features are not dark enough
1: yeah episode two I feel like is you know continuation of episode one Shannon does not seem so into Josh really letting Everyone but Josh know this. Uh, It's it's not surprising, given where we left off last time. But Shannon seems even more convinced that this uh, may not be the guy for her.
2: Yeah. And she brings up over and over again. Oh, I need dark features, dark features, dark features. What do you mean by that, Shannon? Like, I feel like she's making me uncomfortable the way she's talking. I don't
1: know, because she seems to suddenly have an interest in Will. And I don't know if I would define Will as having dark features. But- well, yeah,
2: that's the thing. <laughs> that's that's what's concerning. I think that when someone's like, oh, I love dark features, like Italian, it just kind of tells you where their priorities are. And it's weird.
1: Yeah odd but everyone seems to think that she is describing Will exactly so I mean a quick google search says dark features would have like dominant traits oh no why is this what dark features says (laughs)
2: I don't think that is what we mean by dark features either. No.
1: Well, did you do the Google search? Because it is saying uh, six toes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like dark as in curse? I don't understand. Is that what she means? She wants a, a demon?
1: I'm very confused. Um, I think generally it's referring to dark hair and dark eyes. Not six toes. But who knows? I don't know what Shannon is looking for in a potential match on Love Island.
2: She wants six toes, baby. She can't help it. She's just kind of weird.
1: You know, maybe some people are quirky here.
2: Shannon's not like other
1: girls. (laughs) Well, I didn't see 12 toes on Will, but, you know, I wasn't looking closely, so we'll keep an eye out.
2: I will not be investigating anybody's feet.
1: Uh, I feel like I'm curious enough now. You got to.
2: Ugh. well, you can feel free to be on <laughs> Footwatch if that's what you want. But I will be passing on that.
1: Hmm, I don't know if we're going to make it a segment. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a one time look.
2: We'll have foot corner. <laughs> it's like foot locker, but it's a corner on a podcast. There you go. Um. OK, so I also really love. So this is like all women are talking to the new guys and the men all join because they're like, wait, why did we leave all the, the women with these new men? And Josh is like, yeah, my turn off is when people are clingy. What's your turn off, Shannon? And she's like, uh, yeah, also clingy.
1: <laughs> we had heard before. Will's the one who has the good one of people treating waiters poorly. Huge turn off. Definitely agree there. But don't think that you're really going to get a great idea of that in the villa. So don't know how he's going to figure that one out in terms of clingy. I think uh, well established for Shannon already.
2: Well, okay, so for Wills, with the the turnoff being how you treat, like, service industry people, I do agree that, like, if you're with someone and they're rude to, like, wait staff... That's a huge turnoff. But I think that it's just so universally known as something that people look for. that it's just such an easy thing to say when it's not even like your actual turnoff.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I I don't know, but I don't feel like it's something that usually like jumps out on like top 10 answers on the board. Family feud style.
2: Oh, I think it does.
1: Really? Yeah, I think it's
2: become like a very common
1: well, I agree with it, but... You oh, yeah, know. no,
2: I agree, too. Like, if I'm out with someone and they're rude to literally anyone, I'm going to be, like, apologizing for them mm-hmm. in front of them, be, like, re- overly kind. My tip will go up for the, the person who's had to deal with it, like... I, I don't handle. You know me. Well.
1: I am ha- making good conversation with the Uber driver trying to keep my 5.0. I am <laughs> fully on board there.
2: Yeah. You're trying to get that friends and family discount.
1: Exactly.
2: Social game scally, everybody. Uh, okay. So we Cinco calls himself Mr. Steal Your Girl, which I love because I think he he definitely could be.
1: That is very fair.
2: Um, And then. We hear that Kira and Will have like a spark and Kira says she did not have a spark when she kissed Corey before.
1: Yeah, which is funny because I felt like she was pretty bubbly when discussing things with Corey in episode one. They talked about like, oh, who has an attraction with the person they're coupled up with? And I feel like she volunteered, but for her to immediately kind of say, oh, actually, Maybe it's not there. I don't know if that's a product of Will coming into the villa or if it never was really there. And she was just excited about the process. But I didn't think that Kira was completely out on Corey until.
2: Yeah. So I think Kira is just excited to be there and she's going to do whatever it takes to continue to be there. Um, Did you see the post where it's possible that Will and Kira were at least commenting on each other's Instagrams before ever going on Love Island. Do you think that she was like just waiting for him to get there and was going to do whatever until he got there?
1: No. Love Island is much more Sacred than Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> where okay. they all know each other. <laughs> but no. Okay, so I actually do have a Reddit post open about this because oh, I perfect. knew it was big drama. The drama was, I believe, that Will had commented on Kira's Instagram like a little sprout emoji, and people were going wild thinking and that maybe they knew each other, throwing theories out there. But as it comes, it looks like uh Kira. Also had some interaction with Giovanni preseason and Will had interaction with Shannon preseason and. Christian had like commented or liked 10 of Kira's posts. So I think they're just all Instagram influencers. They none of them had mutually followed each other. It was like Christian followed Kira, but Will followed Kira, but Will followed Shannon. Like it's all a web of just like hot people on Instagram. It's not surprising when they're pulling from that pool. They're probably looking at like, okay, who follows this other hot person or who does this hot person follow?
2: It should be illegal that all of these <laughs> hot people know each other.
0: How are normal
2: mean, people to have a chance?
1: I don't think they know each other. I they just think, know
2: of each other. Mm. And I think that these people have been in each other's DMs.
1: I don't know about that because again, there are were allegedly no mutual followings of anyone on the cast beforehand. People also were Like, well, look, you know, someone commented on their profile yesterday. It's like that is whoever's handling their accounts. They don't have their phones. Like, come on, guys. People, I think, are too ready to look for the conspiracy theories. A lot of uh, investigative fans were doing a lot post season two. And I think people are ready to expose uh, the season three cast members and maybe looking for things where things are not.
2: Okay, but now hear me out. Okay, I'm gonna need you to put on your tinfoil hat for just one second. <laughs> Some of these people could have previously mutually followed each other, but unfollowed each other so that we would not know that they knew each other. But they didn't <laughs> delete old <laughs> comments. That's
1: the, possible. The likelihood, if anything, Love Island would have to like be in on this because the likelihood of you just being like, let's scam. Love Island, both apply, we're already dating, we're both going to get cast and put in the first round of Islanders. Like, that's so unlikely. I know that this show does not have as many applicants, probably, and especially, like, qualified applicants that they're looking for as other shows, but, like, it's not that easy to scam it.
2: Yeah, but these could be people who recognize, like, found each other based on, like, being at casting finals for previous seasons. Yeah,
1: maybe. That is true as well.
2: I just think... It's possible. I'm not saying that I fully believe it, but I think it's out there and it's our duty as uh, journalists to cover it.
1: (laughs) Sure. I'm all down to cover the speculation, the news, whatever's going on in the, you know, community. But I am not buying into it yet. I feel like things have happened like this on Love Island, UK, where people have even openly said on the show at one point, I believe like, oh, yeah, I've seen your Instagram. Like, I know who you are and I follow you. So even if they do like follow each other, I'm not that bothered.
2: Oh, I'm not bothered. I don't want to be getting like righteous (laughs) about this. Like it it doesn't matter at all, but it's just, you know, facts are facts. That is fair. Um, Okay, so we had for the first night when everyone was in bed, I, of course, was keeping an eye out to see, you know, what's what Shannon and Josh were smooching night one,
1: mm-hmm. which was surprising. Cause again, we start off this episode where uh, I don't like it that he's clingy. I'm not so sure. And like, you want to have fun in bed, go for it. But Shannon has seemed to be pulling away all other times of day. So I was a little surprised.
2: Me too. Uh, Trina and Jeremy were cuddling, but not making out or anything like that, which I felt added up with what we had seen so far, mm-hmm. but nobody else was cuddling. Everyone else was just asleep. Yeah,
1: exactly. I felt like, all right, this is probably could have predicted this based on what we knew of the couple so far. Like Jeremy and Trina seem to have like the best connection as of episode one. And so I was not surprised that they were a little closer than the other couples. And Josh and Shannon seemed to be each other's types uh, physically. So I was not surprised to see some making out uh, other than, you know, Shannon seemed to be pulling away so far.
2: Yeah, I think that there's two main um, Islanders this time that I think are just full of shit and I don't believe anything they say. One of them is Shannon and one of them is Jeremy.
1: See, we'll get there, but I we will get there with Jeremy. I'm not disagreeing, (laughs)
2: Um, but those are those are the two. They're they're on my list
0: Ooh. There's others
2: that I don't like, like, but I feel like, like Christian, I don't really believe that much, but I feel like he hasn't been caught out and out lying yet on the show. You know, like it's yeah, just mm. that's fair. Uh, so we get the the wonderful meetup between Will and Cinco talking about all the girls, about like who they like, whatever, uh. Cinco talks about how Will is Shannon's type with dark hair etc which I'm like Cinco so are you
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and it's confusing because I feel like Shannon even had a confessional or two saying that like oh her eyes were like kinda you know flashing towards Cinco a little bit and so when he was saying that Will is more your type like you probably are more Shannon's type Will I thought that like oh no we're gonna see like it's proven wrong and maybe Shannon and Cinco at least have a conversation not that she was necessarily going to end up coupling up with with him, But no follow-up on that. It doesn't seem like anything ended up going anywhere between Cinco and Shannon so far.
2: Yeah, and thank good. Protect Cinco at all costs. Although, <laughs> there is some possible drama about Cinco as well. There are
1: rumors. uh have not seen, you know, good enough proof uh, of who he may or may not be talking to before he came into the villa, but... My ears are open if people see anything, uh, whether about Cinco or anyone else in the villa, any drama, any mess. Always send that to us. Always appreciate it.
2: Yes. So the the rumblings about Cinco are that he might have a girlfriend at home.
1: We shall see. So uh,
2: uh, I have not seen any proof of that. I'm not uh, feeling like that's a substantiated rumor. Uh, but if anyone has any proof, again, please send them our way. But it, that <laughs> is what people are thinking might be going on
1: mm-hmm so we shall see <sighs> we shall see
2: okay so we got our first challenge it was called whistleblower uh, it was very obviously based on bridgerton and lady whistledown uh, and then they didn't even trust the viewers of love island to know that and had to literally bring up bridgerton
1: i mean i would not have known it to be honest so did not watch i have not read uh i've heard there are some great podcasts covering it but uh have not had the chance to dive in so well i would have understood you know the theming of it i wouldn't have gotten the bridgerton connection immediately
2: well it was very obvious <laughs> uh, for anyone who has who's read it unsure. or watched it <laughs> If, I mean, I think like you're so anti-spoiler that you like wouldn't even have heard about like Lady Whistledown. But I no, think I like no for idea. someone who's not like a spoiler versus you, they probably would have at least caught references. You know mm. what I mean?
1: We'll see. Could not tell you. Uh,
2: but yeah, so the costumes are really funny. And it's it's just the same challenge that they do early every year where you get some kind of rumor. You kiss the person who you think it's about and then you get a point if you're right
1: mm-hmm and i feel like we got some decent rumors here
2: <laughs> we did but they didn't they didn't show us very much
1: yeah i felt like it i think a lot of episode two especially was like uh is this a clip show because you're really giving me 30 seconds on each moment and trying to get to everything where i would rather you like give me some character moments i want to learn more about these people and like we can get to all of these things eventually, but stop jumping around so fast.
2: Yeah, like we only saw seven rumors total
1: mm-hmm. out of which,
2: 12 people.
1: But even those, I feel like, OK, the first one is like which islander got handsy under the table while eating dinner in a restaurant. And there was a little banter about it, but like there's no story. What's going on over
2: here, Trina? Yeah, Trina, what kind of restaurant was it? I like that
1: she says that she is a lady in the streets but a freak in the sheets. But a restaurant is most definitely not in the sheets unless you count a tablecloth.
2: A restaurant is in the streets. I caught this too. <laughs> I was like, I think you're a freak in both, Trina. Like let your freak flag fly.
1: Yeah, totally allowed, but like use the saying properly, please.
2: That's like my favorite kind of play on that saying is uh it was more relevant in like 2012, but it was like 2007 Miley in the streets, 2012 Miley in the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, The next one is that we find out that Shannon likes to make sex tapes with her boyfriends to uh, remind them who's the queen.
1: I mean, whatever works, Shannon.
2: (gasps) whatever works if you want to make sex tapes whatever makes sex tapes i think it's weird to frame it in we're making sex tapes in order to remind them
1: yeah that
2: i'm in charge i
1: agree because <laughs> like how much faith do you have in them not to stray how long are you with them that you're worried about them straying but are comfortable with them having your sex tape on them at all times
2: do you think she has an only fans
1: I mean, who knows? Which, if she does, cool. Anyone on well, the show? Gu- but- yeah,
2: good, good for her. I was. It's not judgmental. No,
1: yeah, no, I know. But I'm just. Uh, no, I have not had, had any thought.
2: There's also a Shannon like- on Love Island UK right now. Mm, what about? They- pop- do have a only
1: well good for them as well i feel like it probably would have popped up on the subreddit but again always interesting information to know who has whether it be a book cameo or an only yeah
2: i want to know all of the tea about all these people um we also find out that shannon accepted seven thousand dollars in gifts from a sugar daddy giving only her personality in return and again Get a girl. Good job. Teach me your ways.
1: Agreed. If someone has $7,000, like, I will talk.
0: (laughs) I will talk. If
2: if someone wants to send me $7,000, it's PayPal.me slash Kirsten said
0: what?
2: (laughs) We'll talk. Like, I'll talk to you.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, like, good for Shannon. People are like, oh, like, I have questions. It's like, yeah, how? Who and how, please? (laughs) Like, those are my questions.
2: Teach me how. That's what I would like to know. Um, we find out that Kira has a sex drive so high that she's never met a man who could keep up.
1: Yeah, and this is where we get the horizontal howdy-do. Uh, quite the phrase. It's not the rumpy-pumpy. Like, I gotta uh, tell you,
2: I blocked this out.
1: <laughs> Did you?
2: Yeah, and I think it was for my mental health, well, so you gotta stop bringing it up.
1: Which is worse, the horizontal howdy-do or the rumpy-pumpy?
2: Rumpy-pumpy is a established phrase in the United <laughs> Kingdom, okay? <laughs>
1: I, I, Humpy Pumpy sounds funnier too. So honestly, all around. Humpy better over Pumpy?
2: <laughs> what was it's it? pumpy. Rumpy Pumpy.
1: Rumpy pumpy. Uh, throw all three in there.
2: Humpy Pumpy works too. <laughs> it, I, it works only on Wednesdays though. <laughs> okay, uh we find out that Will got interrupted. Having sex with someone by their aunt and then hid in a cardboard box for over an hour. Yeah,
1: but how big was this cardboard box that was just sitting around?
2: <laughs> I like to think that he just had his dick in the box.
1: <laughs> like, what is going? Like, uh, was a refrigerator box hanging out, or like, were you stuffing yourself into a TV box? Like, how small was this that you had to like? I'm very confused. Again, I want more. I want more to this story.
0: For it also. Hour.
2: It also could have been when he was a lot younger and maybe fit would have fit into a smaller box.
1: That is fair. But how small are you still as like a teen? I don't know.
2: I I think (laughs) you listen. I don't know how big teenagers are. I don't know. Like, I see someone. I'm like, oh, that person's 14. And they're like, hi, I'm 23. And I just I don't know.
1: Mm, Yeah, it happens.
2: It's life is hard. Uh, And then the last one that we find out is that Josh had sex with one lady and then snuck off to have sex with her best friend that same night.
1: Mm. And of course,
2: it's Josh. He's a baseball bro. (laughs)
1: Yeah, maybe the red flags were there. Like you said,
2: I told you Uh,
1: not ideal. Yeah, this is I feel like one of the only ones where like it's actually a red flag.
2: It's a big red flag.
1: Yeah, I would be curious for how long ago this was.
2: Yeah, I I mean, it can't have been like that long ago. He's only, what, 24?
1: Yeah, that's fair. There's only so
2: many years it could have happened. Uh...
1: We did have one other. You did miss Cinco. Yes,
2: and then Cinco (laughs) has broken a bed while having sex before. He says that he can be gentle, but he knows how to get at it, too.
1: Well, there you go. Cinco... Get at it. (laughs) Okay, Cinco.
2: So then this is where it ends. And it just literally ends with a tied two to two. They like they really nobody could get a third one, right?
1: Happens all the time because they just want to make out with who they want to make out with. They don't care about getting it right. There's no prize for getting it right. So all the time it will be like, all right, like it ended one one or zero to one. Like no one cares. It was about who they wanted to make out with.
0: Well,
2: yeah, but I just think that they should have made it work to get one more right so that there'd be a legitimate winner. It just it
1: peeved me off. Were there any surprising makeouts that came out of this for you?
2: Um, uh, I was a little surprised when um, Giovanni kissed Cachet
1: me too and I was excited to be honest I was
2: like I could see this I could deal with it
1: right like okay biggest personalities in the villa I would be very down I didn't think that after last week or last episode Christian and Cachet were particularly strong I didn't think that Olivia and Giovanni were strong so I was kind of crossing my fingers that this might develop maybe there was some interest shown on Giovanni's part but we didn't get anything from this other outside of this one kiss
2: yeah so it, it didn't give us anything but i was surprised to see it and i liked it
1: same same because i'm a little worried for giovanni as of right now so
2: i'm stressing for giovanni <laughs> right now Me
1: too so i will be sing.
2: devastated
1: yeah like rude Do figure out a way to keep him producers if that's the case you have i your think warning. that they know
2: like they know they should So, after the challenge, we find out that Will kissed the most people during it. So, mm-hmm. I guess lots of people guessed him. Uh, we get Will and Kira talking about chemistry. We get Cinco and Trina talking about chemistry. Um, And then we get actually Will going to Corey being like, I like Kira.
1: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You know, a boss move to just like put it out there like I'm going to be taking her. <laughs> so and I feel bad for Corey. He's like, oh, this is kind of discouraging. <laughs> and I can see why uh, it seems like, you know, the you know book has been closed on Corey and Kira. That is over. It is at least Will and Kira, if not, you know, Will and Shannon could be in play too now, but does not seem like Corey is going to be talking to Kira after today. Either way.
2: Yeah, there's going to be like a restraining order, I guess, even oh, though Corey's no. done nothing wrong. Like, it's going to be like, no, stay 50 feet away from me at all times. Thank you. Again,
1: it just cooled off so fast. I was surprised.
2: It's yeah. A lot of these relationships have strange dynamics
0: to me. Mm mm-hmm
2: um we get like trina jeremy talking about how they're like not it's weird because it's presented in episode two as though like trina's not ready to settle down and jeremy's like kind of jealous and awkward and Mm. then it like totally flips in episode three so like (laughs) i just don't buy their relationship at all at this point
1: i'm very confused by a lot of these edits because i feel like i don't know if it was the editing around the segment or jeremy trying to purposefully keep it ambiguous but it really felt like trina was saying like hey maybe we should both be open to talking to new people and that's fine and jeremy makes it clear like i'm really not looking to talk to any of the other girls in this villa you know i haven't pulled anyone aside and did he mean specifically These girls in the villa I'm not interested in or anyone moving forward when he or, you know, like not that he mean, but was he trying to give the impression off of because that's definitely the impression I came away from it with is that he was pretty set on Trina and should she stray, then he'll look elsewhere. But right now he was content.
2: Yeah, that's what I took from it, too. But then in the context of what happened in episode three it makes me think oh he just meant these specific girls mm-hmm.
1: so again I would almost be curious to rewatch the segment probably won't right away but you know in the future and- I will not be
2: doing that <laughs> if someone else wants to do that for me and report back that'd be great
1: <laughs> to see uh, like again was it the segment was it Jeremy but uh, was surprising looking back at this
2: yes um, we also get Cinco and Cachet talking about love languages and how he, Cinco's about showing and not telling. They're both very touchy feely. They like physical touch. And my, let me tell you, my heart fluttered, but I will never believe in love again on these shows. They cannot do this to me again. Okay. <laughs> I'm not falling for it.
1: Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. They're fun. And I like that Cinco, like, Basically, every conversation we've had with Cinco and Cache so far has been some version of like, oh, I thought you were cool, but like, I didn't know you were this awesome. So like, it just keeps kind of staying there. Um, And so I'm not really getting a lot of what they have in common yet or what connects them, but they are fun on screen and I'm enjoying them together.
2: I am enjoying them together. But old Kirsten would already be really invested in this relationship
0: <laughs>
2: and new Kirsten will not get in Im-, I'm not getting invested. I'm th- they're not doing this to me again. It's not happening.
1: All right. Yeah, no, I'm not that invested yet. I'm invested in some of these Islanders as individuals, but there is no couple that I am, you know, fully in on quite yet.
2: I will never get invested in a couple again.
1: Oh, I don't believe that at all. <laughs>
2: My heart is closed. <laughs> um, it's so, fu- I, I feel like it's just so awkward. Um, There was one joke from Matt Hoffman that I just about spat out my drink at when he said that this reminds me of when my grandpa died. Everyone fighting over the will. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> um, Matt <yeah>.
2: Hoffman.
1: <laughs> Quite the line. Um, I would say Matt's been doing pretty good. We haven't commented on it, but I feel like that's almost a good thing. Like, we haven't called out any awkward lines, so Uh, I think you know narrator Matt Hoffman has been doing quite well for himself so far.
2: I feel like there are definitely some like weird spots, but none of them have been like so so weird that I felt like I had to write it down. Other than that, that one I
1: would rather weird than bad. So on a fine line right over here. That's true. So
2: Uh, Will okay Will vibes with Shannon a little bit, but I felt like it seemed super fake. I don't know he goes to Josh about Shannon too. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're telling all of the guys you're taking their like pairing.
1: Just like the balls (laughs) to just tell both of them. Like I'm moving in. So good luck. And there's comments in like later in, I don't remember if it's this episode or the next episode that makes me think that Josh uh, is giving people the impression that they're more of a solid couple than they may be. Uh, But will does not care. He wants to get to know Shannon. And I like that things may get mixed up.
2: I just think it, the audacity of this man to be like, here's your like three hour notice. <laughs> I'm moving in. You've got to leave.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think Will and Shannon were a fun dynamic. I think that you definitely saw that she was enjoying not having it locked up. Like she knew that it was. If not likely, definitely a possibility that he was going with Kira and Shannon seemed to, you know, be a little more giggly with Will and like actually leaning in rather than sitting across the couch and stuff like that. So I thought they had an interesting dynamic, not that it's really going to go much further, but uh, made me evaluate the Shannon and Josh scenes from the episode for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I think that we're being lied to about Shannon and Josh. Oh, yeah. I, I just I, I I think they specifically tried to make it look rockier than it is.
1: I think that's possible.
2: But eh, I don't know. I guess it it doesn't matter that much. But anyways, uh, Will's a fuck boy. So
1: which I mean,
2: that's why he's here. <laughs> like, that's not a, it's not a reason to not be on Love Island.
1: Yeah, they're on Love Island. And as long as it's like up front, I don't care. Like, that's fine. <laughs>
2: That's true. Um, they really like tried to make us think that Cinco was going to pick Trina.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely talked about. Um, it was interesting. I feel like Trina did seem pretty open to it, too.
2: She did. I feel like they spent the whole time being like, yeah, it's going to be Will and Kira. So let's build up some intrigue for Cinco.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially because no one's going home. So with the drama not being there in terms of an elimination perspective, you do kind of have to build it up elsewhere. So I guess like which couple is going to be broken up kind of becomes necessary. Uh, I didn't really ever think that it was going to go ahead and happen between Cinco and Trina, even though I do feel like he may have been more interested in her.
2: I think so, too. I think he was more interested in her and Trina kind of like. Made it seem like she was more with Jeremy.
1: Yeah. And I I wonder if it was her being pretty explicit in like, I'm with Jeremy and things are good. Like, you can try, but like, they're good. Or if it was just like a, I mean, Cinco says it even at one point that like, it's going to be hard for him to put in the extra effort with Trina and not see things in, in return. Like, he is very much a words of affirmation guy, as he said. So I think he likes that. With Cachet, she's a little more willing to give that openly because she doesn't have that connection with anyone else, and also it does not hurt that it's a little safer when people want to stick around on this show.
2: Exactly, I think it was really for the safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so they pick their couples, and yeah, of course, uh, Cinco picks Cachet, and Will picks Kira.
1: Yeah, pretty straightforward for the coupling ceremony. Um, I do like we get a little scene of Will and Cinco before talking it out, which I think they're set up. But I still have enjoyed Will and Cinco's dynamic so far. Always looking for the friendships. And I have not seen many of the original Islanders have like a super dynamic friendship on screen so far. So excited for Will and Cinco at least.
2: Yeah, Will and Cinco seem like the closest thing to a bromance that Mm -hmm. we've got. And uh, I know you love a bromance, love
1: a bromance. All of the friendships on the show are like equal to the relationships for me. I always enjoy them.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, So then we jump right into episode three. It starts basically right where episode two ended um, with Will and Kira kind of reaffirming that they like each other and they want to get to know each other. But what made me just annoyed about this is that they're talking about like, oh, yeah, we can have more conversations. Oh, we can talk more. Oh, we should talk. But it's like you're literally talking right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Why are you
2: wasting that time saying nothing?
1: Yeah, I mean... We do get a little like Will says that she is basically the opposite of what he usually goes for, but he just like feels the chemistry. So I feel like there is a little bit of talking going on, but more so it's kind of like, oh, will just like wants to protect her and like, oh, they're just so happy together where I'm not seeing like any actual conversation going on here so far.
2: No, no real words have been spoken.
1: (laughs) At least that we're privy to.
2: Like, at least, like, uh, I don't know. It just mm, does not pass the vibe check as far as I'm concerned.
1: Honestly, we do get, like, and just jumping ahead with Will and Kira, because I don't think there's much more uh, with them outside of the next morning uh they're like you know making out a little like kissing and having like a pretty decent talk but kira is already a little insecure that he's going to jump as soon as a new girl walks in and verbalizing that to us and will so i think that like let's slow down (laughs) let's actually establish that you're a couple before we worry about who's going to come into the villa because uh, no new guys are coming this week kira like let's let's you know work through things (laughs)
2: I think when you're in this position in the villa, you have a new, like relationship blooming. Why are you borrowing future trouble? Yeah. You have to stay in the moment. you have like and, and this goes for relationships outside of Love Island as well. I think especially in the early phases, you kind of just have to take people at their word and face things as they come. You cannot mm-hmm. be borrowing future trouble.
1: Exactly. So uh, I think we did flag that Kira seems a little young in the last episode. Well, She so is the
2: youngest one there.
1: That is true. So not super surprising, but hoping things are better for them because I do like them as a couple. I think they look really cute. I think they're fun and bubbly, but I need to see a little bit more of a connection.
2: 100%. Um, so we do have one other kind of like bromance ish of Corey and Christian because they're the two singletons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, Corey seems scared. Christian's like, just talk to everyone. Ho, ho, (laughs) ho. This seems more like
1: a marriage of convenience (laughs) a little bit here. Uh, They're both single. And so Christian, like, gives him good advice. But Corey uh, does not seem ready to necessarily step out and, you know... Create anything with anyone in the villa just yet i don't really see a prospect out there at the moment for Corey, unfortunately but Mm -hmm. christian is flagging up that he is interested in olivia and he's going to scope that out
2: yeah and he does Mm. (laughs) and uh they both seem to agree that there's something there and they want to pursue each other over the course of this episode
1: Yeah, um, I don't even know. Like, Olivia jumps in, and earlier in the episode, I know that it's early, but Olivia doesn't even know how to say Giovanni's name. People are, like, correcting her, and she says that um, she's just, like, not that into him. But even in this episode three, we see them having conversations and, like, joking around, but we don't really see her express that to him, that she's not that into him. And, like, all well and good if you're not, but I would prefer she does tell him
2: yeah I feel like like later on they have a conversation uh, where like Giovanni compliments her appearance and they start talking about tattoos and I guess Olivia thinks you have a very certain personality if you're gonna have tattoos which is not true
0: Mm -hmm. lots
2: of different people with very different personalities have lots of tattoos but okay Olivia maybe I don't know (laughs) Uh, And Giovanni, though, he like really, I feel like is a good conversationalist. He's picking up her cues and he's like, yeah, but like there's other ways that you express yourself like you do like makeup and stuff. And that's really cool and different. Like, what are like other things that you like to do? And he's Mm. like, I like to read. And she like seems floored that he knows how to read.
1: Yeah. She's like, I didn't pick that up from you. Like an interesting thing to say at the very least. Um, I don't know. I feel like Giovanni is making uh, so at least again as we're seeing on the show some of the most effort to have like real getting to know you conversations and beyond just like, uh, like do you feel me? Do you want to talk to other people? It seems like he is actually like who are you as a person and like this is me he talks about how he didn't go to college but he wanted to educate himself so especially over COVID he got really involved in like books and uh, was very interested in all of that, but Olivia kind of seems to be dismissing him despite him not lining up with her original impression of him.
2: So what I got from this, I noticed that when he started talking about, Oh, but like over COVID there was time to read. I feel like she was talking over him there. And I am very curious about Miss Olivia's opinions on Uh, (laughs) COVID-19.
1: Yeah. It's a
2: vibe I got
1: mm-hmm um, yeah, so Olivia and Christian, um you know, maybe, I think they
2: have a lot in common,
1: I think they might fit in together well, uh, I don't know, it's surprising also because um Olivia, when Giovanni picked Olivia on night one, I remember she made the comment about like his height and his size, and is like, oh, like, I'm looking for someone like I'm pretty tall, so like looking for someone tall, despite Giovanni being the tallest, and then Christian is totally fine, but one of like the smaller guys in the villa, but she's still into him, so that surprised me, but the personalities are seeming to get along well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they are.
1: So, I don't know. It, this seems like a locked couple to me, though. For now. We'll see. I just don't think that we are having any chance that they end up with anyone else but each other come this next matching ceremony.
2: Really? Well, what would the other options be?
1: I mean, Amy's coming in. Maybe Christian and Amy really hit it off, but I don't know. No, I I don't see that. Yeah. And Olivia could, you know, find out that her connection with Giovanni is really there or her and Corey. But we haven't seen any of that so far. And we feel like we've gotten a decent amount of screen time with Christian and Olivia, really. So I'm pretty convinced that they're going to be together for at least this first one.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. I was just hoping that we could talk it out and maybe there'd be another option.
1: Mm, I'm honestly fine Mm. with them being with each other. Yeah, they can be
2: together. You're right. (laughs) They can be with each other. Uh, So we get a Trina and Jeremy conversation, and this is the start of where I start feeling really weird about Jeremy. Mm
0: -hmm. Because first
2: of all, it makes it seem like... So she says she really thought she was going to get picked by Cinco. She says that she's super relieved that she wasn't. I don't know if that's true or not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe just something you say because you don't want to go into the next matchup ceremony. Uh, Like once he already picks you over someone, you don't want to be like, oh, I was kind of hoping he picked me. (laughs) Like probably not ideal, especially when she and Jeremy have seemed to already have made a connection.
2: Yes. And then would they see it like, Oh, Jeremy hasn't really talked to anybody else. And she brings up, would you be down for the hideaway? Which does she mean for intercourse or just to go there?
1: <laughs> see, cause I was just like, Oh, the hideaway, like, cool. They'll go hang out. Not ideal. I feel like this early in the season. Cause you usually only get it once or twice, and if you get it right away, it's going to be quite a while before they give it to you, and I feel like you would rather spend your time in the hideaway with someone you do have a more established connection with, generally if you only get one time, but Jeremy takes this to be, um, no, I don't want to get super sexual on this show at all.
2: Yeah, and so here's where I make my first prediction. Jeremy's going to have full intercourse with more than one person this season.
1: Ooh, uh, that is, <laughs> has that been done by if many he people? Does- on Love if, Island in the history.
2: Um, Meg in season four.
1: I mean, queen, but in A general, queen. <laughs> I don't um, know. I think, okay,
2: maybe he won't have full intercourse, but I think he's going to be getting uh more than just making out with more than two people.
1: Uh, that's possible. Or more than
2: one person, at least two people.
1: Yeah. It, it does not seem like that one of those two people is going to be Trina, though.
2: Uh, Well, they already did some hand stuff in this episode. So that's where it gets confusing, because I guess we'll just jump to that to kind of keep it all together. Because then that night they're like cuddling, they're making out and we find out the next day that they had some hand stuff transpired under the blankets. And when Trina's explaining it, it makes it really seem like Jeremy instigated and she was like went along with it and was into it.
0: Mm-hmm. But then when Jeremy
2: talks about it it's like well, I don't really want to be doing that I don't want to be doing this on the show and as if it she is to blame and he needs to shut up
1: yeah. I mean, we quote first get the description of Jeremy's thing is thing in. Um, but it's thing uh, It is. I mean, you know, won't take it from him, but
2: his podcast is thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. A new tagline. I fully support that. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I don't know that he really made it seem as there was like an unwanted advance in the conversation after things um, happened, but it does seem like he does not want them to continue happening, it seems. So he does talk about like, I think I want to slow it down rather than like, uh, I didn't really want that to happen type thing. So it uh, seemed all in the clear as of that night, but I am confused as to. Who initiated, was into this, what exactly happened between the two of them?
2: I just think the vibe I get from Jeremy is that he when no one is watching or when i guess only the uh, canada and america are watching he is going to get physical he's going to be lovey-dovey he's going to do it but the second he's talking to like his bros or to anyone except trina he's distancing himself from her so that they don't see like what he's giving her he's not being consistent it's really disrespectful of her because, like, if he wasn't feeling it, he could tell her that. Like, it's early mm-hmm. days. Like, he could just be like, hey, like, I like you, but I don't know if I like you that like that way. Well, he doesn't so want can to we get... just, like, take our time?
1: He doesn't want to get dumped from the villa. And the thing is... I wouldn't even mind if he was like, let's just take this slower. But like, I am interested in getting to know you better. But don't make her seem like she is like so delusional. And I mean, we had a little bit of this with Connor and Mackenzie last season where he would say one thing to her and say uh, otherwise to other people. Uh, But Jeremy seems to be doing it a little more deliberately.
2: Jeremy is bad vibes.
1: Yeah, not a big he fan. He does not so far. pass
2: the vibe check.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. I, I it, even like uh, it's just so weird. Their date is all, like not great. I don't know. All of it with Jeremy, I am uh, hesitant to get invested.
2: I will not be getting invested <laughs> let me tell you and not just because of my new like philosophy of not getting invested this is a couple I wouldn't have been getting invested in anyways because he's a liar oh, and I can see. tell that he's a liar
1: I episode 1 made me think I might have been getting invested but I have walked that back so far
2: <sighs> yeah well episode 1 showed us a lot of stuff that we didn't believe to be true fair, <laughs>
0: fair. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Trina and Jeremy also in this episode went on a roller skating date and then had drinks together and talked about being vulnerable. And I wrote, they have drinks and talk about how they are vulnerable. I am not buying it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. This was an interesting one. I do like before the date when they're getting ready, Jeremy is telling Christian like, oh, I'm not good at dates. I actually get like hella awkward sometimes. And instead of like pumping him up, Christian goes, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> like, you You do seem like you get awkward sometimes. Not a great response yeah. from your bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: you are awkward sometimes. I've been meaning to talk to you about it.
1: <laughs> like, oh yeah, you might be really weird on this date you're about to go on. That is true. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> it's
2: a valid concern. You should definitely be anxious
1: (laughs) not ideal christian did not a good wingman there
2: christian is not ideal we've been new
1: (laughs) but yeah the date i mean again the date seemed not super romantic but they seem to have at least a little bit of a connection um jeremy i don't think that he was actually throwing like full signals out there at Trina I think that he was like being a little vague in his answers and leaving it to interpretation I don't think that he was saying like I can't wait to make it work across the country with you like that's not what he's doing but when they're talking about how you did long distance in the past is that something you would be willing to do again he's saying like I want to take it slow I want to not jump into super something serious, but like if it works, like it works. So, like, leaving the impression that that is an open door for the two of you when it does not seem to be the case.
2: He's a game player. Mm hmm. Period.
1: Yeah. And he also, I mean, actually, I may walk it back because he says, like, well, we have to take it day by day, but I think we have the strongest connection in the villa. Do you?
2: Yeah. Because he's manipulating her.
1: Uh, yeah, that I forgot about that one line in particular, but up until then, it seemed to be like, not like, you know, he's trying to not gaslight as hard as he uh, could be. But that last line is definitely sus.
2: Yeah, he's got the burner on low instead of high. What a (laughs) hero. Frig. (laughs) American hero, Jeremy, whatever his last name is.
1: Oh, no.
2: But anyways, I in my notes also wrote that I hate him and he is a ghoul.
1: Yeah, I figured that was in your notes at least once.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which and it makes sense because what did I say from the initial group of guys that Jeremy was the one that I thought was the best looking and look how it turned out instantly.
1: There you go. I have a type. It's
2: tall and toxic, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't I didn't get a chance to look at Jeremy's thighs though. So we don't know if he has the triple T.
1: Could not tell you.
2: Friggin' Chappelle. Ugh.
1: Mm, as opposed to Will who has the sex tuple Six toes. Um, oh, <laughs> um back at the villa.
2: Get out of here.
1: <laughs> back at the villa. Uh yeah, I don't know. We get back. Wait, we may as well like finish out. <laughs> All right, laugh more. I know I'm very funny.
2: <laughs> okay. Stop it. <laughs> now you laugh more. I see. It's just a regular giggle ship over here.
1: Uh, all right. We'll get back to the actual couples. I mean, back at the villa, we can may as well close out the trina and jeremy relationship because classic getting back to the villa oh my god the date was so great split up into boy chat and girl chat and (laughs) some not great cutbacks (laughs) between trina being like oh i think he's willing to do long distance and going back to jeremy and i'm not looking to get super serious (laughs) and a couple of those over and over
2: yeah he's trash yeah, like I he mean, gave her the impression that he was interested in actually pursuing something. He did.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially when like Olivia does try to help her and be like, maybe I don't like lock it down, maybe. And she's like, no, I trust him. Cinco was my test. Like, if he didn't make me turn, like, I really don't know who could. So like, I don't think that she is like head over heels by any means or like fully locked in. I think she could see the light, but she definitely does seem more invested in this. And Jeremy says as much. She's like, yeah, I think she's more into this than I am. Like maybe give her a slight heads up that that might be the case.
2: Well, yeah, exactly. Cause that's the thing is that, you know, it's totally normal if it's early days in something and one person's more into it than the other, like that mm. happens. That's life. Sometimes things are not equally reciprocated, but it's really not cool to push as though you are as into it as they are and then behind their back make them look like a fool yeah. and I know he's trying to not get eliminated but I think that he could have just done a better job of being casual with Trina and not making her feel like he's so invested in it and still like being fine to be secured with her in a couple for a while
0: mm-hmm
1: Yeah. And then we do get also a conversation uh, that I think is relevant now between uh, Trina and Cache talking about. Uh, first highlight where they talk about how they're glad that they have each other in there because it's hard for black women and they both are able to get each other's experience a little better so excited again that we're seeing that on this season and it's continuing uh, and that they have each other but Trina also talks about how she doesn't like to be perceived as weak and Cache uh, says like yeah I could predict that about you but like also same so not ideal. I don't think she's going to love how Jeremy is making her look in this
2: yeah, no, it's not good especially when you consider that as well.
1: Mhm.
2: Um, I have something it's kind of unrelated, but I just want to talk about it. Okay. I've been noticing this whole time, Shannon sounds like someone. Oh. And I can't I couldn't decide who she sounds like. And I think I figured out in this episode that she sounds like Marcel the Shell. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking
1: about? I know what you're talking
2: okay, about. Okay, oh no. I'm gonna play a little audio of Marcel the Shell and you can tell me if it sounds like Shannon, okay?
1: I don't know that I'm going to be able to, you know, hear Shannon's voice in my head immediately, but I'm willing to listen to Marcel at any time.
2: Okay. My name is
0: Marcelle oh no that's not the first time i've done that my name is marcel and i'm partially a shell as you can see on my body but i also have shoes and (laughs) oh no it sounds
2: very similar like shannon has a little bit more of like a husky like gravelly tone but she sounds like Marcel Duchamp.
1: I will be on the lookout for it. You know, it was a deeper conversation that we just got there than most of the ones that we've gotten through three episodes. But <laughs> I don't know that I'm willing to lock it in that Shannon's and Marcel Duchamp's voice are that uh, their voice doubles essentially. Hey,
0: it's,
2: if you told me that Shannon was Marcel Duchamp, I would be like, okay,
1: hey, a job for Shannon when she gets off the show.
2: And again, I don't mean that to criticize or anything like I've been told I sound like Marcel the shell before like it's I don't mean it as like oh (laughs) laugh at Shannon I just observed Mm. she reminded me of Marcel the shell
1: I don't know I would have to hear them right back to back because I'm not ready to lock that in yet.
2: (sighs) well we'll we'll tune in next week when I'll play a clip of Shannon and then a clip of Marcel
1: (laughs) okay yeah that's definitely gonna happen
2: hey it could
1: yeah (laughs) along with foot corner
2: i'm way more likely to play shannon's voice and marcel the <laughs> shell than to talk about feet again <laughs> Friggin' rude ass uh okay everyone gets ready for their party there's kind of like a cute scene where Corey's like maybe i'll wear a blazer mm-hmm. i think Corey's cute yeah
1: i like Corey. i feel like we are meant to feel bad for him this episode, so I'm wondering if Corey and Amy are going to hit it off or if we're kind of being set up for Corey kind of never recovered post Kira and went home I feel like both are really on the table for him, uh, but I've liked what I've seen so far. Unfortunately, I don't really feel like he's had much of an impact in terms of relationship or friendship on the show haven't seen any like super dynamic scenes that stand out as of yet
2: yeah i think i think my official prediction of like what i'm gonna make up is i think that either amy and Corey will hit it off okay or they'll hit it off as friends or someone else will hit it off with Amy and then their former partner just picks Corey so that Corey gets a chance to find love.
1: Mm, so you're predicting Giovanni goes home essentially there.
2: It's how I feel and I don't like it.
1: Mm, I am but going I to kind choose, of am
2: feeling the, that vibe.
1: I'm choosing to be more optimistic and Giovanni will stay.
2: I wish Christian would go home, but I think we all know that's not what's happening.
1: Yeah, so not likely.
2: <sighs> sigh. Uh so yeah, at oh I kashaya also is like, I'm gonna wear lipstick so I don't have to kiss Cinco tonight.
1: Interesting choice. Um I mean she explains it away just like, oh, like just not yet. So I don't think that this is like a oh, there is no future for this relationship, but it did stand out.
2: It stood out to me also because, listen. If someone really wants to kiss you, they're not going to care that you have lipstick on.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's stopping Cinco. Like,
2: if if, if Cinco goes in for the kiss, he's not going to be like, oh, I was going to kiss you, but I'm, then I realized you have lipstick on.
1: Yeah, he broke a bed.
0: <laughs> 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 like...
2: <laughs> Man is think... not afraid of a little lipstick on his face.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's good.
2: <laughs> and also, I feel like like... And listen, anyone... Who's dating anyone? If you're dating someone and they're so horrified at the concept that you might get your lipstick on them, get out of here. <laughs> like, I get it if you're in, like, a public place and you couldn't, like, w- wipe it off if it came to that. You're in the villa. You have access to a bathroom. You have fair, access fair. to makeup wipes. And you can kiss anyone. It's fine.
1: Fair. Fair.
2: Uh, we got a really awkward moment of will and Corey to salsa dance.
1: Uh you say awkward, I say fun.
2: It was fun. I feel like it was very like weird and came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it was definitely like, you know, a little filler scene, but I didn't hate it.
2: Ugh, whatever. Be an optimist. <laughs> See if I care. But this is when. Josh gets a text because there's a new girl in the villa. Her name is Amy. She's in the hot tub and Josh is going to go join her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not surprised. The prophecy of date guy and date girl is coming true. Mm-hmm. Josh is the first to be act out, but to be asked out. Um. But I don't know the I did not know what to expect in terms of his like excitement level for it because um, earlier in episode three, like we said, the edit of Josh and Shannon has been so up and down in episode three. they they're suddenly amazing and the high five. They're the power couple. Yeah. And they've been making out. I know Shannon, like not just at night, Shannon in the day now is like wanting to kiss Josh all the time. And like, they seem great. uh, Even. I would say at points, I forget who says it, but they're like talking about, I think it's when um, Christian and, Corey are talking about like who they're interested in they say like the only strong couple in the villa is josh and shannon so i don't know if that's josh telling the guys uh basically stay away and making them seem like a stronger couple than they actually are or if we like you said may have been uh seeing them portrayed as a more rocky couple than they actually are but this episode was seeming to lead us to believe that they're strong so seeing josh picked as the date choice was a uh, fun option here.
2: I just think we've been lied to. You I don't so? know which part of it is a lie, but I, just, I don't feel like the Josh and Shannon situation is like super genuine from what we've seen. I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Sure. But as what it always was does. very unsettling to me is when Josh gets a text and Shannon starts going like, rah,
0: rah.
1: why
2: why are you barking like okay Raven Walton like
1: yeah and how much was she barking because Shannon has no voice by the end of this episode
2: yeah uh, she and uh, Cachet in particular have like used up their voices
1: yeah which happens uh, hey
2: I have been there many times I am not judging (laughs) not with the barking so much that was when I did it for the mic that was actually the first time I'd ever done that but Sure, sure. my voice has been lost in the past.
1: Yeah, it happens, but uh, I don't know, Shannon starts kind of spiraling. Um said that she wanted the chase, but now that it seems like maybe her and Josh, you know, he could stray, he go with Amy. Shannon does not seem to be dealing with this well. I don't think she enjoys the chase as much as she said she did.
2: I well she likes the chase when it's her being chased. Yeah, not when someone else is being pursued or chasing someone else.
1: See, no, she specifically said that she didn't like how Josh was just like so easy and like clingy. Like she wanted to have to pursue someone a little bit more than Josh was allowing her to. And now that, uh, you know, maybe someone else is in the picture. She does not seem so comfortable as to the strength of their relationship. Hashtag power couple may be in doubt.
2: I cannot imagine having the confidence to be like, oh, yeah, I just wish this person was less into me so I could chase them. <laughs> what? <laughs> what an like, absurd thing to say.
1: And I feel like it may happen subconsciously. Okay, like,
2: hey, um, I like this person, but I want to chase them more.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not chasing i chasing like- anyone.
2: I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a long day. Okay, (laughs) that is fair, (laughs) Uh, but okay, so on Amy and Josh's date, he basically is like, I have a really good relationship with Shannon, but like, we also have an agreement that we're going to get to know everyone, so it's like, basically nothing.
1: See, I took this as like a, the way to handle it, where Josh does seem generally like, actually interested in Shannon seems pretty genuine about it, but, and he's upfront with Amy, like, look, I have something and it's going pretty well, but also it's only been two days. We've established that we're both going to be open to getting to know people as they come in. So as long as you're aware of the fact that like, I feel pretty happy with her, uh, then cool. We can continue to talk.
2: Yeah, he handled it well. He handled it well. Um, Some info about Amy. She's a private chef from LA. Uh, she lives a bougie life on private jets, but she's also good with a simple life on a farm because there are only two lives on a farm or on a private jet.
1: Mm, tag yourself. I'm on the private jet.
2: <laughs> yeah, <Please>. same, same.
1: <laughs> I'm not on a farm. Please. No. And
2: once again, if you have a private jet, it's paypalme Me slash Kirsten said what? I will talk. <laughs> I'll talk.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah no i don't know maybe amy is perfectly content on this farm with the love of her life but uh might be a deal breaker for me personally
2: i don't think i want to live on a farm
1: yeah is this farm in new york
2: i could be in upstate i
1: don't know about that
2: i mean it could certainly couldn't be in like manhattan well
1: could be a uh what like an eco farm
2: you're now you're talking nonsense (laughs) now you're talking nonsense
1: okay fine fine fine
2: did anything else happen in this episode not
1: really i'm looking through i mean like a lot happened but i don't know how much like we get check-ins with will and Cinco. a little bit of Cinco and cash really like she wants someone that's gonna like make her belly laugh and like they get cute moments like that but nothing that Warrants, you know, full conversations necessarily.
2: Yeah, I feel like uh, I don't. I don't think we've gotten that much so far, which is very normal for early season Love Island.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like we're still. It's hard because you need to. Establish these characters, which would have been aided by a full cast release. But you have to establish Ugh, CBS, the- <laughs>
2: rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Oh no.
1: <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> um, so you have to establish the characters, but also establish the couples, which may or may not be switching very rapidly. So it's a tall order to Uh, take on for love island in the early goings as people get more uh, you know as the couples i would say get more locked in it makes it a little easier where we understand their dynamics and it will be a little more enjoyable to watch some people will move to the background some people will stay in the foreground as uh, needed but i'm enjoying where we are right now the subreddit seems hyped on u.s and saying that it's much better than the current uk season which is hey
2: surprising Yeah, the vibe I'm getting from Love Island UK Twitter right now is that uh, the UK season, people really don't like each other. And that basically every man that's coming in is like, I like blondes,
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: which is like, sure, some people do. But like, it's a weird vibe when every single person's like, oh, yeah, the exact same type.
1: Yeah, I think that the cast for Love Island US is a little older overall and I think that generally is going to serve well. Uh, you know on all relationship shows where the they're at least pretending that they want people to end up in a serious relationship at the end of it I think a little older can help so you know a good mix but I like this cast so far
2: yeah I like the cast so far too I feel like it's promising same same um is there anything else we need to talk about today I feel like no
1: No, I think we're good. I'm sure that we will talk more, take some questions as we move along in this season. But, you know, we're still getting to know these people.
2: Yeah, I feel like we're now established. We know the people a little better. Uh, We'll we'll start taking I'll ask Rob if he'll make us a little URL for a Google form. How about
1: Ooh, love a
2: Google form? I'll see. I'll see if he uh, I'll see if he permits it. If not, we'll just make our own like tiny URL, but it'd be like really cool if we could have like an a fish one, you know,
1: love a fish. So quirky using random words like a fish.
2: Yeah, or like, i like so <laughs> weird. It's like it was so random.
1: Just so rando.
2: <laughs> like totes rando. <laughs> um. Okay, perfect. Well, Scally, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you?
1: Best place is going to be over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally, where I will retweet anything that I'm doing. Uh, Mainly going to be here with you multiple times a week talking about Love Island. Uh, We'll have a couple people jump in with us along the way. And then, you know, at some point over talking about Big Brother as well on RHAP. So people should check that out
2: hell yeah and if people want to hear more from me I am actually going to be on the upcoming Sunday morning live feed update with Taryn uh, over on the Big Brother feed and on Tuesday um, myself Rob and Asia will be talking about the 12th best season of Survivor uh, Millennials versus Gen X over on the main feed a big big week for kirsten to be honest um but we will be back oh and i also have um a weekly bojack horseman rewatch podcast called bojack horse pod and we're trying to get the creator of the show to come on our podcast so if we could get a bunch of people to like subscribe and download it it would like make our numbers look really good and make it easier to get him on the show so bojack horse pod
1: Ooh, do Everyone, that very please. fun and you have to tell um, me when my episode comes out so i can plug that as well
2: that will be, I think it comes out on Tuesday.
1: Oh, so then hey, if... Oh wait, no,
2: it's either Tuesday or the next Tuesday.
1: Alright. Well, it's mm. upcoming, so keep an eye out for that.
2: Yes, yeah, Scali, an amazing guest on the oh, on the oh, pod.
1: So flattered. Uh,
2: well, I mean every word. <laughs> uh, you can also follow me on all social media at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What, and we will be back after next Wednesday's episode breaking down what's going on in this Love Island villa so uh will talk to you well, then
0: well you've come to the wrong place because Kirsten and Scally, well they don't know a thing and the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace so we don't care